This show is sponsored by Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus lets you binge on thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere on your TV, PC, smartphone, or tablet. Support this podcast and get an extended free trial of Hulu Plus when you go to HuluPlus.com slash Joey. That's HuluPlus.com slash Joey. And by DollarShaveClub.com. Get high-quality razors sent to your door every month for a fraction of what you pay at retail. Now, go to DollarShaveClub.com slash church. That's DollarShaveClub.com slash church. Or just go to joeydiaz.net and click on the Dollar Shave Club banner. Uh. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's that motherfucking day. The one you've been waiting for. Get up. Wash your fucking monkey. Wash your feet. Put some cologne on. No, don't put cologne on. Then they'll fucking confuse you for some fucking... Guy trying to blow up a tunnel or some shit. <laughs> it's a beautiful motherfucking day to be alive, bitches. Wednesday, September 11th. 1970-something, bitches. Here you go. Little Biggie on a Wednesday. Oh, shit. Ten months to this. What the fuck? What's up, baby? Not, what you, what How's you, my little man Lisa I'm doing awesome. today to find you? A day off in the middle of the week, I love it. Like a fucking doctor. What are you going to do today? Tell the people. Fucking like, nothing. Nothing. He don't give a fuck. He's going to sit there and scratch his nuts and eat potato chips and rub his little feet together. He's got an eyes on on and shorts. Who's better than you? <laughs> well, what, I, I, woke, you? I woke up early because we were, as we said, we were finishing up a CD, so I had to make a few changes on it. So I worked on it for like two or three hours. Did you really? Well, yeah. I, I didn't even want to call you because I thought you were sleeping. No, no, no. Pussy. I, um, I, I was going to work on it last night, but I worked all day, so I was like, I'll just wake up early today. Um, everything all right? Everything's great. What's going on? What are they telling you? These cocksuckers. They're telling me that, uh, oh, I got to say thank you. And let me see if I can quickly get his name. Uh, this guy, uh, Ari, uh, there's no way I'm saying your last name, Lajunovich or something. Like, we have the coolest people listening to it. This guy just sent me this, like, th- hour-long video of an editor of an editor doing, like, a Q- Q&A. And it's like, I, w- I never would have found it. And it just, it, like, it, 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 like, it made my morning. Like, he sent it. He's like, man, I think you'd like this. And it was like an hour-long thing of an editor talking about uh, the show she works on. It was just awesome. You know, there's people that uh, we really click with, and they yeah. send some shit to us every once in a while, whether it's music, whether it's something to read, whether it's, you know, and, and, and it's all health. I mean, some shit's fucking stupid, you know? I saw someone send you the picture of the chicken restaurant you t- talked about like a week or two ago, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really cool. I don't cook tonight. Call Chicken Delight. Yeah. Chicken Delight's everywhere. It's a, it's a chain. Oh, They even okay. have them in Hollywood. I've they, never heard of it. They have one in Hollywood across the street. Uh... It's by Hollywood and Vine. When I first moved here, I made a mistake to go in there one day. There used to be a movie. There's a movie theater there. There okay. still is. Right on Hollywood and Vine on Hollywood Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Across from there's these two, uh, before the Hollywood Vine and, and expansion, there was a little, it was just fucking wide. I don't know if you ever, no, you no, live here. I wasn't here. But before they put the W up and all those hotels there, yeah. there used to be a parking lot. Oh, okay? shit. And behind there was a hut. Just this fucking hut and a parking lot. It looked like... A valet hut, but it wasn't. It was a juicer hut. This lady, oh. that Spanish lady, the Colombian, whatever the fuck she is, and the two Guatemalan ladies been juicing back there for years. They've been making carrot juice and lettuce and kelp and all that shit for people. <laughs> and there's a lot of stars that go in there. If you look at the wall, there's a lot of stars. But when they, they moved, they had to move. So they shut them down and they moved across to Hollywood Boulevard 
across from this little movie theater. So if you're ever on Hollywood and Vine, heading west towards the ocean, mm-hmm. and you're walking, if you hit the next corner after Vine, you went too far in the middle. There's a sandwich fruit stand. Fucking delicious. They make like, you know, brown cloud. Pink cloud is like uh, milk, strawberries, and chocolate. They always have something. Everything's fresh. All the fruit's fresh. Mm-hmm. The bread's fresh. They made homemade chicken salad. Cold cuts. Everything's dynamite. But across the street from there is a movie theater. In the old days, they showed like $2 movies. I don't know what I went in there to see. But next to it is a chicken delight. Oh, okay. Chicken delights were bad to the motherfucking bone. When I was growing up in New York City on 88th Street, that's how long ago. This is 40 fucking years ago. I would order, don't cook tonight, call chicken delight. And they'd bring you three pieces of chicken, like yeah. a, a leg, a wing, and a breast. Fucking these curly cut fries that are just to die for. They would give you a little pack of jelly. Uh-huh. Really? They, yeah, a little pack of jelly. I don't know why. And I would dip the fries in them like a disgusting <laughs> savage. And they'd give you a bun. And they put two dishes together and staple the side, the boxes that the dishes. Oh, shit. It was good. With the fucking menu on it. Delicious. I remember my mom used to say, how much chicken are you going to eat? You're going to fucking fly away someday. Because I love chicken delight. Loved it. Loved it. And then when we were in Joe Mary's, we talked about it. When mm-hmm. we were in Joe Mary's, that bar, I think somebody called in and we were talking about the chicken place next to it. That one of our friends worked there. So every night he'd come in with two buckets of chicken. You don't know what that's like. When you're at a bar and all of a sudden some guy comes in with a bucket of chicken. That's like a fucking, fuck Jesus showing up with fucking cookies. You know. So uh, then I, I, that's how I know about chicken delight. It's not like I would go in there and eat anymore. It's very tough to eat fried chicken out. I The only place that I've been, there's a place in, I think it's Culver City called like Honey's or something. It's actually pretty good. Take a good fried chicken. But but like KFC, you can't go to No, 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 none of that shit. You know, the, the Ralph's, the supermarket chain out here by us, has fried chicken. And every once in a while, they make a good fucking batch. Yeah. Like a fresh batch. You walk in there. It's got to be the stars of the line. It's like you go in there and get fried chicken. Last time I went in there, the chicken was brown on the inside. Oh, yeah, of course. But, if you can't, but when I got married, my wife, we were good friends. It's funny. There's somebody on Facebook. That's talking about a black butcher in Hollywood. I think it's Josh Adam Myers. He talks about a, a black bu- uh, butcher, bookie, butcher at the Hollywood Rouse. Mm-hmm. I used to go to that Rouse, and they are very friendly. And they'll tell you what's back there, and, and if you like this cut of meat. And uh, What are they talking about? About your, your wedding. The wedding. Probably. So my wife became friends with all those women behind there. And when we got married, my wife goes, fuck it, let's throw some chicken in that motherfucker, too. And they made some fried chicken fresh. That was off the chain. At my wedding, I had Rouse fried chicken. Yeah. And nobody said, everybody was like, that's delicious fried chicken. Who made it? Fucking Rouse, stupid. <laughs> but like, you were talking, you came in, how you said like you had a regular soda the other night, and it was like, you can't believe you ate it. Like, I've been fat for my whole life, and you've been big a long time, but like, I can't remember the last time I went to KFC. There's things, like, if there's a line, like, even, even fat people don't cross. It's fucking disgusting. And, and you drive by them and you see them packed. Popeyes ain't bad I, on Laurel Canyon. From time to time, especially on Tuesdays, two pieces of chicken for, like, a dollar, two pieces of a wing and the thing. It ain't bad. They don't you know? have those in Boston. I never had but them. you can't eat 55 pieces. You know what I mean? Like, I always miss a wing. Who don't like fried chicken? Who the fuck don't like fried fucking chicken? Okay? Yeah. You know, who doesn't like a nice fucking... Well, not before I left New York in 83, mm-hmm. I used to live with Fernie Basasudo. Me and Fernie lived downstairs. And upstairs, his mother and his father and his little brother Abel lived up there. And the mother was Puerto Rican and the father was Cuban. Mm-hmm. And the mother used to make fried chicken that I would kill myself for a piece of it right now. I've already <laughs> lived a great life. That's how good this fried chicken is. And she put it in a bag and she put it over the refrigerator. Yeah. So as you came in, she made fried chicken for dinner. 
And then she put fried chicken over the refrigerator. It got cool for you to eat throughout the day. Uh, and I remember me and Fernie would go out at night and we get stoned to the gills and we go, Fernie, we gotta go back and tear up that fucking chicken. He go only ate two pieces a piece. Because my mother counts him for a little able. That's how good the chicken was. There's some people that just put the... Puerto Ricans make a good fried chicken. Oh, do they? Oh, they bread that motherfucker twice and throw it in the thing. There's just something about fried chicken that's delicious. You just can't eat it every fucking day. You know, I don't even dream of eating that shit. Yesterday, though, the wife was home all day because the babysitter had to go to the doctor for a physical. So we just said, don't even worry about it. My wife said, fuck it, I'll take the day off. So I had shit in the afternoon. I had to do shit in the afternoon and everything. But early in the morning, we went to Langer's. Oh, I shit. I took my wife at about 9.30. And I go, we got to get to Langer's before the, the lunchtime crowd hits, you know? Yeah. So we had to run some errands downtown. And then from there, we went to Langer's. Let me tell you something. God damn. God damn. I took, I got a half a, I got a whole pastrami sandwich, but I only ate a half for lunch. I saved the other half for later on in the afternoon. That's how good I am. Yeah. I got a cup of navy bean soup. God damn. And I squished the beans and I gave it to my daughter, the broth. She lost her mind. She started acting like young Frankenstein. <laughs> she kept going, ooh, 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 ooh. So we kept giving her the fucking beans and the ham and everything that was in that soup. It's all over. But I even gave her some pastrami. My wife's like, what are you doing? Did she like it? Fuck, did she like it? No, because you, oh. call, you called me like a, it was probably Monday night when I was out work late. And you, you were talking about going to Langer's. And I like people are gonna say it, but I'm like the worst Jew. When I was a young kid, I, I don't like I didn't like pastrami, but it's like it's kind of intense because they brine it. So maybe I'll they got everything now. in there. They got everything. If you're a Jew, that's yeah. the place to be. Langers, yeah. Closes at four. That's how much money that fucking guy got. <laughs> he said, "Fuck you," and then and all this fucking Spanish. It's a horrible neighborhood. I mean, from the time you get out of your car there, you feel like I could get fucking stabbed. Really? Yeah, it's a horrible neighborhood. There's always something down there. Every time you see Alvarado, mm -hmm. you know, it's by MacArthur Park. That's mm -hmm. a fucking terrible... You could walk into MacArthur Park right now, me and you, and we could get paperwork. We'd get a passport, birth certificate. I did it two, three years ago. I went in there with a firm meeting one day. Kid, I, I live close to Langers. I go, come on, we'll meet at Langers, and we'll take a walk in that park. I didn't know. Yeah. In that park is everything. Heroin. Could filter fish. You could find fucking everything in that park. That's a scary fucking neighborhood. I don't, wait, what's the one over in like Santa Monica? Like that? Like there's a Jewish deli over there. Maybe it's not Langer's. The one know. on Cantor's. Cantor's. That's, that's the other one we go to. That's the other okay, one we go to late I've, night after the store. Uh, that's a little there. older. I, I prefer Langer's. Oh, okay. I'm a Langer's guy. I don't know why. I'm really a Langer's. Philippe's is really good downtown. I've heard of that. They yeah. make the hot deeps. Uh, beef dip. dip sandwich. I've only gone there twice, you know, yeah. in, in 13 years. Because, again, who the fuck goes downtown? Yeah. You no, know, never. downtown, you, you know, people don't understand. Like, I'm going to New York tomorrow, and I got to tell you something. Like, little by little, I've been getting rid of shit. Like, that I have to do. Just because I know the traffic, and I know what I can tolerate. You know, they, they sent me a thing. I might go see Diane Sawyer. I was telling you. The yeah, other that's day, exciting. You know? So if I, this meeting doesn't come through, I will go into the city to see Diane Sawyer. But, like, you know, friends, are like, now another friend calling me Thursday. He's going to be running late. So it's just one thing after the other. So I've just been canceling shit. It's amazing. Are you staying in the city? Yeah, I'm going to stay in the city. Okay. I'm going to stay in the city Thursday night. I'm going to stay in Jersey Friday and Saturday close to my family and shit. So I can oh, okay. see them and eat and jump up and down with the rest of the fucking yahoos and whatnot. Oh, shit. You're going to be there when the Jets are playing the Patriots on no, Thursday the night. Fuck I, oh, I, am I? Yeah, Thursday night. Really? That's in, that's probably. I don't know if it's in Jersey or New England though, but they're playing Thursday night. Check and see, check and see, so I know what I'm walking <laughs> myself into. See, these are things yeah. you gotta know, because these are things you gotta know, because everybody will be going to the where I'm fucking hanging. 
is where they'll be fucking playing and all that shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Let's see. Hopefully, it's in New England for you then. Let's yeah, find it's out. in New England. I hope. But uh, I I was listening to something last night, and I had I wanted to get your opinion on it. So, like, you, you, you have people who, like, you, you said that thing during one of the live podcasts, uh, that actor you don't like. And you have people who you don't like, but it's usually always for, like, a reason. Like, he did something or, like, there's something you don't like. Right. But I've never really, like, you've dealt with people online who do, like, the, the trolling things who are just assholes for no reason. Right. Like, what, I, can't, I, I don't understand where that comes from. Like, it's just, like I, like, I mean, I was bullied as a kid, and it's... People are getting too obsessed about bullying now. But, like, the online stuff, like, people will say, like... I've seen people say, like, horrible things to you. Like, just, like, stuff about your mother or go die and, like... It's it's amazing. I can't even it understand really it. I've never understood it, like, saying something like that. <clears throat> and not knowing somebody. Yeah. Like, just, you know, I get emails sometimes about Rogan and me and you. And I sit there and go, really? <laughs> Like, this upsets you. Like, I got an email, like, four days ago about marijuana and national security. But I already I know these people are fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, there's some people that are crazy, man. You can tell by their spelling. <laughs> really? You can tell by their fucking spelling. You're like, what the fuck is this? That's you know? funny. <laughs> some people are angry, you know, and I understand that. Some people are like, what the fuck you say? There's always one person that sends me a message about what I post in the morning. Which is hysterical. Really? People fucking get pissed off, man. People go on social networking to get pissed off. I, I never understood that. Yeah. People go on social networking to start a war with people. I never understood that. I never understood with two comedians arguing with one another on fucking Twitter. I never understood that. But then I get on there and I get into an argument with somebody. So I, and you know what I'm saying? But your arguments are always about like. Lie me to fucking stop hitting me up, that fucking idiot. You know, yeah. there's just some people that don't. Feel comfortable, and this is the other end of the social network that you have to deal with. When I was a kid, I didn't like fucking cheap trick. I still don't like fucking cheap trick, but I'm not gonna hit them up on an email and go, "I hate you, fucking cheap trick." I bought one of their albums, Heaven Tonight. I liked Heaven Tonight. I just didn't like them walking around like fucking momos with the hat on. You know, that's just me. But I would never, I would never have the balls to go and try to ruin somebody's day like that. Like just to fucking blatantly get online and go, "Hey, fat fuck," you know. I never understood that. Yeah. And, you know, for me, you're not ruining my day. You're making me laugh. I'm at home giggling, laughing. It doesn't upset you? I mean, because it's so... Well, the one good thing about, about like, the people who listen to us, and mainly you, is that most of them are cool. So, like, I've gotten, like, two or three of them, and I just immediately block them. But, like... It like it like it didn't ruin my day, but it, it did. It does hurt. Like, it, I, have you just been doing it for so long, you just kind of brush it off now? I understand. I didn't understand it at first. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand it two years ago on Facebook, on MySpace. Yeah. I didn't understand on MySpace when I go on Rogan's podcast and I get home and somebody would talk shit. I didn't understand it two or three years ago. Now I get it. Now I look at it and I see where it's coming from. And some people have a valuable voice. Mm-hmm. Some people, uh, it's very weird. For me, for me, for Joey Diaz, I'm a fucking immigrant. At the end of the fucking day, I'm a spick. That's just how life made itself work itself out. Okay. That's it. That's how God. You ever work, work up, wake up in the morning and go, how come I wasn't born in Africa with flies all over me? 
How come I yeah. wasn't born in fucking Africa with flies all over me? How come I, I wasn't born in Syria and got tear gassed or whatever the fuck happened last week? You get, you're born here in the United States, you're fucking already half lucky. Yeah. Already you have a god in your fucking corner. We could have been born in Cuba and had to make a swim like that fucking lady. Your legs are shaking and you're all pale with fucking jellyfish farting in your face. You understand me? So when you wake up and you're a fucking American, you're three quarters of the way there. Yeah. Okay, you're a Russian, but you came to America. You're a fucking American. And one thing that bothers the fuck out of me, no matter what nationality you are, because this is how I was raised. I was raised in a home with criminals. My mother was a fucking criminal. Her, her means every day. But the bottom line, she was trying. She wasn't a criminal by whatever. My father died. They were in a number. And they were numbers dealers. I don't even call that criminal. That's like selling fucking pot. You're doing people a favor. Yeah. You know? The lottery <laughs> runs a lottery, right? Yeah. The lottery, all we did was run a Spanish fucking lottery that was based off the fucking horse track. You're going to come give me a ticket and call me a criminal? So that's what I'm calling a fucking criminal. Okay? But one thing my mother definitely believed in was this country. I don't know why. She instilled it in me. She fucking beat it into me. And today I'm happy that she did. And, you know, she used to say to me, in this fucking house, you speak English. You speak Spanish and English because I fucking pay the bills. But out there on the street, you speak English because you're in America. Yeah. Okay? That's how I feel. When I, the, the other day I was at Marie E.T. writing. I had to meet that kid. And I'm sitting at Marie E.T., and these two fucking guys sit next to me, and they're speaking some fucking language, and they're talking for a fucking hour, out loud. You know when you're trying to write, and you hear, oh, whatever the fuck they were talking? I don't know if they were Arabic. I don't know what the fuck they were. I felt like saying, hey, but I did say that once, about a year ago on the podcast. I got more hate mail than ever. Really? People were like, fuck you. Aren't you the guy that goes to Target with a camera? I, you know, fuck, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to teach you how to be a fucking better American. How to respect what the fuck we're talking about. It's not about getting in front of a flag and saluting it like a half a fag. That's what people think an American is. Yeah. To get in front of a flag and salute it. I'm a fucking American. Or when you're watching a UFC and a Brazilian or some fucking kid from Sweden is fighting some fucking black guy. You start, yo, USA! USA! Really? But meanwhile, they're outside fucking acting like a fucking jerk off. They don't pick up a paper. They fucking make, they fucking make right turns without blinkers on. They do a thousand things to be anti-American. Okay? Mm -hmm. This is what I was talking about that day. You have to be an American in and outside your thing. Being an American outside your thing is, I, I'm fucking Spanish. But if I got to speak Spanish to somebody, I'll call them over. Really? Yeah. I won't yell it out. That's fucking embarrassing. That leaves you out. That leaves you out. It's like going to watch a fucking comedy show and somebody's talking about white people and black people. You're breaking me up there at the fucking comedy show. What I do for a living, I'm already being broken up every fucking day. You, you know what I'm saying to you? You follow around comfort? And it's <clears throat> the only reason why I... Like, my mom... It, she Like, she, she got mad about the same thing. Like, she didn't get mad. But, like... And she would never say anything to the people. But, like, if we were at the grocery store. And the two cashiers, like, in, like, stalls over were speaking, like, Portuguese or something. She'd get mad. And I never understood it. Only, like, because I... I know how hard it is to learn a language. So, like, it never it never really upset me. As a, but like I can see where you put in the effort to learn English, and you could see how it would be disrespectful that they're not. But like it, it I that that one thing never really because I've had conversations with my mom about it, but it never really offended me. These little fucking things that drive me crazy. You can't <clears throat> say them. You have to just let let people live their fucking life sometimes. Yeah. Unless it, unless it goes into between this fucking circle. That's why I always love Kenko Karate. 
Anything that happens into this circle, it's, it affects you. Mm-hmm. When they get up and put their hands on me and call me a fucking miserable fat fuck in their language, then I can fucking be <laughs> pissed. But until that time, I'm gonna, you know, what are you going to do? If you don't fucking know this, if you didn't learn this at the house from common sense, mm-hmm. common sense is huge. How many people you see that got a fucking five beta kappa from Brown, but they got no fucking common sense? All of them, yeah. All of them. You know what I'm saying? They could they could recite the fucking whatever backwards and tell you about this and that, but they're dumb fucks. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have fucking common sense if their life depended on them. Yeah. No, it just I don't know. I, I was I was listening to some people talk about it, and some some guy was saying how he, he it's funny to troll, and it, like I just know most of these people wouldn't say that to you if they were in front of you. But it's just I, I never I can't you understand say things like that to anybody. Yeah. When you when you get a troll on Twitter, go to that page. These people have been saying things to twenty, thirty people for the last two days. They say set up a they set up an account to say things to people. Mm-hmm. And then there's here's the ones that bother me. There's people that do it just to do it. I love that. But there's people that listen to the podcast a few times. One day, get a wild bug up their ass, start an account to say what they don't want to say to somebody. So they're not even saying it from their own Twitter? Yeah, they're That's saying hysterical. it from a different Twitter, like, your podcast sucks, or you and legal fuck. And you're sitting there going, Jesus Christ, how did your parents raise you? Yeah. Because one thing, they missed the boat by not instilling <laughs> balls in you. That was number one. They didn't instill fucking balls in you. You know, it really... I went to a baseball game this summer, a little league baseball game. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine's kid was playing baseball, and I went. And when I went, if you thought it was quiet at that fucking Angel game you went to, whatever the fuck you went to, Dodger game a few weeks ago, yeah, go to a little league game today, where the kids aren't allowed to yell at the other kids, and the parents can't yell at the kids. That's- go to go to go to Encino and go to a baseball game. Or go to Sherman Oaks. Or go to tar- go to one of these nice white neighborhoods up here, <laughs> all right, and go to a baseball game and see what you're gonna get. You're gonna get. You could drop a pin. The parents can't say nothing, or they'll get thrown off the field. Really? And the kids can't say nothing, or you get thrown out of the little league. We have become such a sensitive society that we can't even tell kids how to not get bullied. Yeah. I'm 50 years old. I've heard the word bully before. But I've never heard it at the extremes that I've heard it the last three years. Mm -hmm. I have a daughter at home. And I don't want her to get fucking bullied. That's the last thing a parent wants. So you have to take measures to teach your child how not to get bullied. There's two measures. You could either pump up their their, their kickboxing efforts. Mm -hmm. Or you could pump up their self-being efforts. You could tell them they're everything in the fucking world. I was very insecure. But those tweets you read of mine in the morning, Mm -hmm. those are the things my mom used to say to me. Really? In the exact way, but a different fucking manner. The same message. That was what my... You know, when I wake up in the morning and I see people going, you're inspiring me, whatever, with these fucking things. It's not inspiration. It's what you should be hearing every morning. And there's a thing that kids should be hearing every morning... I don't even know what we're going into this today. There's a thing that kids should be hearing. If my daughter came to me and said, Dad, I've been bullied at school, I'd ask her a situation. Then she has two options. <clears throat> you have three options, really. Mm-hmm. And think of what your options are. Your options are A, to, to strike back, you know, if they, if they put their hands on you. B, say something back, which engages. Or C, go to the principal, and then you become a tattletale. Yeah. 
So you lose on two out of three of those. <laughs> so the yeah. only ethical thing is to fucking have your child to bit slap somebody. And that's the last thing you want in this society. That's the last thing you want to teach your child, you know? Yeah. So these topics are just fucking really... Uh, but you have to... My mother didn't hesitate. My mother knew I was going to get bullied because I didn't speak the language. Mm-hmm. So she she taught me the language at the house. She worked with me. I watched TV. I strived hard to learn the language. But at the same time, she also taught me the physical of it. And she said, it's going to come down to this. And it did. You know, it came down to it when I lived in New York City a couple times. And she signed me up into karate. And then it was all cool. Then it came back again in North Bergen. And that's when she really put it into me. And that's the last lesson she probably taught me before she died. And here I am today. Yeah. You know. So, and I know that we spoke about it. My mother would talk about things and fucking pound them into you. You know what I'm saying? But those tweets you read in the morning, that's what my mother would say to me in the morning. She'd come up, kick the door open, and go, oh, that's it. Pull up your socks and get that cock ready today. It's going to be a beautiful day. I'm like, shut the door. I'm tired. What? Fucking tired. Get up, you little fuck. It's it's on today. It's a great day. You're going to get out there. Go get that basketball. It's going to be sunny out. It's the truth. You can't tell your kid like that no more. You can't tell your kid, listen, if somebody touches you, break him over the fucking head. I got your back. I do got my daughter's back. You follow yeah. me? When she's 10, I'm going to have her back. When she's 15, I have my friend's backs. You know, I was talking to Jill Hamitsu the other day, and we are talking about friendship moment. I was talking about how in this society, this, no. Your enemies, Lee, become my fucking enemies. Yeah. That's a movie that came out in 73. Marlon Brando said that to God, somebody, and that's stuck in my head. That's always stuck in my head. To be a good friend, your enemies become my enemies, motherfucker. So whatever. You know, and these kids don't, they don't know about these things. You know, and, and, and again, a parent can't tell her kid in this society, in this be nice society with fake glasses. And Oh, my God. If somebody hits you, you have to strike them. No, they can't say it. I will say that to my child. Yeah. Eventually. Eventually, you build their self-esteem up. And that's what my mom did with me, you know. I never seen the creativity of calling me a fat spick. You know, when I was 12 or 13, from, you know, from <clears throat> from 12 to fucking uh, 35, I, I had no body fat. You know, I, I wasn't a fat, like 31, 32. I wasn't really that fat or nothing. Yeah. I was a big guy. But for you to call me a fat spick, there's really no creativity in that. I always feel bad. Yeah. You know, when somebody throws a punch, because you call him a nigger or a... A white bed. It pisses me off. That's what you are. Laugh about it. It's the other things they can't fucking. Uh... Well, a lot of it's now, and especially when your daughter gets to be older. Like I've seen kids who are like five or six have Facebooks. So a lot of it now isn't going to be physical. A lot of it is going to be like the the teasing, and it's it's not going to stop when you're not at school anymore. Like because when I was a kid, I wouldn't hang out with the kids who were making fun of me. But now on Facebook, they're all right there. So I I can't even imagine. Like a six or seven, like a first graders are committing suicide now because of it, and it's, it blows my mind. It's just like they, they every day they have stories about the, about little kids doing that. And you gotta I, talk to your kids. You gotta talk to your kids. You gotta be a part of their life. My good friend Steve Avilla, who called two weeks ago, is a dear friend of mine, and, and uh, I'm gonna tell you people something. If I ever built a blueprint for a man, it would be Steve Avilla. I don't know the guy that plays in Past Masters, that yeah. man. Steve Avillo's parents did a great job with him. He never judged me. Not since day one. When my mother died, I knew Steve Avillo maybe a year and a half. He came to the fucking wake. I'll never forget. That's why he calls this podcast. He came to my mother's wake. 
with three other fucking gorillas and his mother. And at the wake, they pulled me aside. <coughs> I went to church and said, you want to move in with us? We got a spare bedroom. They had just lost their, their father, so they knew. I was a Cuban kid. I knew the people that had invited me to live with them in the neighborhood was one thing. But for Steve Avillo and the kids that came through for me, Steve Avillo has three good brothers, two other brothers, and Steve's never had a problem. You know, yeah, he smoked pot when we were early. We did this, we did that. But he wasn't one of the people that went fag bag, and he wasn't some of the people that were involved in the shit we were involved in early on. And I've always accredited him to what his mother and father did. They, they gave him great self-esteem. And today he's in a band. He's an engineer. I'm sorry, he's a great father to those two girls. And he once told me, I said, what is the secret? And he goes, you got to put the fucking work in. Because if you don't put the work in when they're young, it's going to come back to bite you in the ass. You cannot get confused with your position. You cannot let your job overtake you when you're a parent, you know. And that's what he was saying to me. You know, he, he specifically got a job that he could work part-time from home. Oh, shit. Because I went after those jobs. That was part of my agreement. He goes, I'm really good at what I do. But part of my agreement was in the mornings I work hard, in the afternoons I'm in charge of driving, soccer, this, 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 this. And he goes, I met all their boyfriends, I did this. He goes, I didn't crowd them, but I was a part of their fucking life. And today I got no problems. They're both in major colleges, and it makes sense. It makes sense, you know. Uh, you, you can't give your kid a position to slip. It's like anything else. Like, did you watch Sons of Anarchy last night? No. Great fucking premiere. Mm -hmm. I mean, I sat there at one point and looked at my wife and I go, I just looked. 40 minutes has gone by and nothing has happened. Okay, do you know what the sons do, what their job is? I know they're bikers. They're bikers. And do you know what bikers do? They transport. Okay. And 90% of the shit they transport is drugs, but the other half for years is said to be weapons. And even if the feds know they're transporting weapons, this isn't all bike clubs. This is just, and especially when it comes to Sons of Anarchy. Mm -hmm. So the season opener, this is how hard, this is how good Kurt Suter's getting. The season opening, it always opens up with Jack's writing in a notebook. He talks a story about his life in the notebook that he's going to give his sons. Oh, okay. When they get to be old enough. But it's really funny. He's talking, he's writing in the notebook, and he's writing this short boy that looks just like him. Uh. Okay? With a, with a school suit on. And the, the show's developing, the girl gets beat up, and fucking this one gets a fight in the ass, and this one gets beat up in the ass, and this, you know, it's just Sons of Anarchy. It's bikers, and they got to go meet these people that rob these hookers, and all this story goes on. And, and every, like, eight minutes, in every segment, they show that little boy walking past where they're going through. And towards the end, they show uh, uh, Traeger, who you think is going to die. In episode one, because that's what I thought last night, they were going to kill him in episode one, because last year they killed his daughter, and see, they lit her on fire. Oh, shit. Yeah, they don't fuck around, Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> so I'm, I'm very happy, I'm very concerned that nobody's heard about this today, and people are going to be mad at me for the spoilers, but shut the fucking podcast off then, <laughs> because this is very interesting about what about TV, and they show a little boy, and also at the end they show Traeger, and they show a little boy walk into a Catholic school, sit down in the yard, take his notebook out. And he puts a pen in by the notebook. He pulls his sleeves up and he shows that he's been cutting himself. And out of the fucking knapsack, like I like the one I have, he takes out a fucking machine gun, takes a clip out, puts in his fucking pocket, walks into a grammar school. What, a little was, kid? That was Sons of Anarchy Fuck. last night. Kid's got to be about 12 or 13, maybe, maybe. Oh, you're not talking. Good morning. 
Hey, it's Michael Dubin from Dollar Shave Club. Hey, Michael Dubin. Thank you very much for taking the time today, man, for calling up. Uh, how are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me on your show. Nah, man, listen, we're... Uh, you know, we, uh, we, you guys, we represent your company, and we wanted to have you on. I think it's an interesting story. I just wanted to ask you some questions for a couple minutes just so people get to know you, some of the people on the show. And that's it. You go on your merry way. What's happening today, brother? Nothing, man. I'm just doing a little bit of business travel. I'm in New York City where it's hot and, um, and sweaty, and uh, it's different from the California dry. Are you, st- are you staying in New York the whole weekend, brother? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to go to Philadelphia and see my family. All right, no, because I'm I'm doing stand up at Gotham Comedy Club on Friday and Saturday, so I'd like to invite oh, you. Bummer. Oh, yeah. that would have been fine. Yeah, we're going to the Palms for dinner Thursday night, so you know how that is. What inspired you to start this company? Oh man, well, you know, if you ask most guys how they feel about um, you know brand name razors or, or shopping for razors, they'll tell you that they're frustrated with two things: one, um, you know, the price, and two, the awful experience of going to the store to buy them, um, and so. So DSC is the answer to that. You know, it's a, it's a better way to do it. It's a smarter way to live your life. So, so yeah, I mean, I think like most good businesses or startups, at least, it was born out of frustration. I mean, but you're not like a shaving enthusiast. You don't, you know, you didn't sit there for two years in college and go, I'm going to fucking devise a program to do this and this. No, you just said it's a good way to just eliminate the middleman and save people money. It's a great deal. Thank you. Way before they contacted us, I went on your webpage when the commercial went viral. I loved what you were doing. That's a true fucking story. I loved what you were doing. I'm like, this guy got balls. He's got Alejandro in there. He's got the Mexican in there. He's having a fucking party. He's got a bear dancing. Who's better than this fucking guy? You know, because America's sick and tired of watching these other, you know, Christian commercials and shit like this. So this is why I loved you from the beginning. You know, when I go on the road, I bring a razor, whatever. But now I'm hooked, man. The cocoa yeah. butter, the butter. You know, I get a lot of ingrown hairs. I've been using the butter. It's tremendous. You know, the razor deal, the his and her. I mean, it's just a great bargain, man. Yeah, and it just makes your life easier, and it, and it just it's fun. You know, you go to dollarshaveclub.com, you get your razors, you get your shave butter. Now we've got wipes. And then we're going to take over the whole men's bathroom um, and, and hair care and uh and, and all kinds of stuff. Go, you know, if it goes down the drain and you use it every day, Dollar Shave Club's got a better answer for that stuff. So, you know, it's, it's an exciting time. It's just the beginning. It's the right time to join. And I got to tell you something. And, you know, your family, Mike, I love what you do, and I hope you don't get disturbed by the language, but I love these little butt wipes with the peppermint flavor. Just in case you got to leave and go get a rim job, you always asshole tells like peppermint. You're always thinking, Uncle Mike. That's what I love about you. Look, it's 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 honest, you know. We're honest, and 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 uh, you know, great things happen when your ass smells fantastic. No, they really do. I remember I used to date this stripper like twelve years ago, fifteen years ago, in uh, in Washington State, and she came home one day. She was kind of dipped out, and she told me that a guy offered a six a truck driver offered a sixty dollars to lick her ass. So this is a true story. And I go, did you take it? And she goes, not really. I didn't want coffee breath in my ass. She was fucking serious. So when I read your thing with the peppermint wipes and the pep, I think you're a fucking genius, dog. So not only am I shaved, my nutsack is shaved, but my muffler smells like Christmas. You follow me? You got to stay, stay clean down there. That's and why I love you. The, the little peppermint tingle lets you know where the clean is. And the peppermint works on the nuts, too, because that's what I wiped on the other day. I went to jujitsu. I didn't want to take a shower, but I didn't want somebody with stinky nut in their fucking face. I used those peppermint. I got a guy in a triangle. He was happier than shit. You follow me? 
Yeah, I tell you, you know, it's it's the only way to it's the only way to live your life is, is clean, clean down there. But, but like it wherever. No, I like it. Now, what's you said you're taking over the bathroom. What's next for Dollar Shave Club? If if that's okay that you leak it out over here on the church or what's happening now? What's next? Yeah, so uh, I think that you know probably what's going to come next is a uh, is a post shave moisturizer. Um, slap something on for the day. You know, guys like things easy, and and if you can you know if you can put something on your face that soothes after you shave, and that you can put on your whole face, um, you know, during the day, that's a uh, that, that's a plus. So I think a post shave moisturizer is going to be next, and then hair care and all kinds of other stuff. Well, brother, I know you're busy, and I'm happy you. Uh took the time you know i had a bunch of questions for you but you're such an out you know i love everything i like the web page i like i like how everything's to the point there's no fucking drama everybody in today's yeah. society tries to be high tech with drama you go to your thing you got a video testimonials order or go fuck yourself it's nice and plain no drama it tells a little story about you and the other guy i love it i love everything you do and i think that it's just the beginning uh you know i read some of the articles on the wall street journal that was in there about you I think this is the beginning of the great things, and I'm happy you chose this to uh, represent you because it's easy for us. This is a great product, man. So yeah, I appreciate I appreciate you having us on, and and um, you know it's 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 awesome to connect with with members, uh, you know, all day long. It's great. Well, I love you, man. Thank you for your call. And uh, so you're from Philly originally. I was born in Philadelphia. That's right. You now bet. I live in uh, in Venice, California, which is uh, you know on the west side of Los Angeles, and. Um, and that's where the company's based. Yeah, you know, I saw that also. Uh, I was in Philly the beginning of July, that heat wave week, and the air conditioner broke at the club. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Did you grow up in Philly also? Did you went to school there? Or? I did, I did. Until I went to college down in Atlanta. Okay, look at you. I went to college in Philly for a semester and a half. Glassboro State, it is now Rowan University, so... I there you go. Yeah, it's now Rowan, so we're all, we're all goombas at the end. Listen, brother... Like I said, I know you're busy. I just want to let people hear your voice and uh, let people know what you do and what your plans are because a lot of them are signing up for this, and, and I think it's a great bargain, and I want to hang with you forever. I want to grow with you. So thank you very much, man. Thanks, man, for the time. I appreciate it. Stay in touch. All right. Stay beautiful. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. No drama sales. I could have had the guy on for two hours breaking his balls. Who needs that aggravation? <laughs> he got to the fucking point. A dollar, six dollars, or nine dollars. Yeah. Guys, it doesn't get no better than that. When we got the email, that I said, to, this is a fucking steal. This is a scam for these fucking people. Get on it. For a dollar, you get four fucking razors a month, right? Yep. Two, bla two blade razors. Two blade razors. You don't get the fucking soap and the other shit that you spend. The, you got to drop the six. Once you get the six, what do you get, Lee? Three blade razors. Oh, shit. And for nine, you got four blade razors and then the extra, the, the, the peppermint one uh, wipe Charlie's and then the uh, the shave butter they have also. So, yeah, just go to dollshaveclub.com slash church. Um, I, I use it to do the edges of my beard. I, st I like... I like having the beard because I I look like an eight year old if I don't. But I use it on I use it on my neck. I use all of it, so it's it's great. And it comes straight to your door. You don't have to remember to order it again. It's automatically ordered. Yeah, they send you an email, so you keep your eyes open and back. <coughs> I got my email Monday, so I should be getting everything today or fucking tomorrow. I'll be gone tomorrow, but whatever. DollarShaveClub.com. Go to JoeyDiaz.net and bang the banner or and the banner and hit the banner. That's how we roll. A dollar, six dollars, or nine dollars. You think I'm gonna sit here and sell you people things for two thousand fucking dollars? I ain't got time for that shit. 
Just go get nice. Now you get shaven. Your balls will be nice. Get the peppermint fucking asshole wash too. You can't beat that. A towel that smells like peppermint. You wipe your muffler. Forget. You ever finger your ass in the daytime? You, you scratch it and you sniff your finger. It smells like death. No more. You put the <laughs> you put the fucking you put the, you put the peppermint packages in your pocket and your little fucking knapsack. Like a little Harvey Homo that you are. Everybody's, everybody's walking around with a knapsack. Look at me. I'm a brilliant. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, what are we talking about? Uh, who, bullied, who bullied you when you were a kid? A lot of kids. A lot of kids. I'm, I was a, I'm a short kid. Did they call you Jewy and all that? No, it was, no. It was only like... like Smelly? No. <laughs> what, 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 what movie was that? That's, what? A, that's a funny movie line. What? Where like... A kid, oh, fuck, maybe, maybe it was actually Family Guy. Where like the Chris was saying... I think I think it was Family Guy, and like the, like the doctor was trying to come up with names that the, that they would call Chris. That was mainly about my weight, and then I I'm, I'm always kind of like a shy kid, so like I just always wouldn't I wouldn't fit in, and I was never that great at sports. So like I'm like this like right now is like the happiest I've been, but uh, it was bad. But it was never, and and you were talking about Sons of Anarchy. It was never to the point where I would ever go kill someone or. I mean, I got pissed off and I got in a couple fights, but that's that's why I honestly, it's probably why I watched a lot of TV and now why I do this. So I, I I'd like to say I'd change it, but I probably probably shouldn't change it. I never got bullied. I was just scared of going outside. You know, what I'm, saying? <laughs> I'm one of those fucking dudes. Though. I get scared of everything. But what I was getting to, I don't think the kid had been bullied or whatever. What I was getting to the points in uh, uh, Sons Anik is that Jax's wife went to jail, and there's one scene where they show. She's reading on her bed, like filling out like a crossword puzzle, mm-hmm. and she's got a blanket on. And some prisoner comes by and pulls the blanket off in front of everybody. Now, let me explain something to you. In jail and in life, you know, especially in Hollywood, like if you're that editor that they come in and go, you know, that guy in uh, office space, you have to work Saturday. Yeah. If you're that guy that never sticks up for himself. You know it. That don't, don't make you do shit you've never done before. Yeah. Don't have you at the guy's house editing his Christmas fucking movies. <laughs> telling you that if you do it this time, he'll get your job and Warner Brothers. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. There's some scumbag motherfuckers out here that'll promise you shit and make you work for free and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and you have to nip that shit at the bud. And there's a lot of times, like, you know, you get busy in your life. But uh, there was years ago where... Uh, Josh Wolf, who's called the show from Chelsea lately, and I were were making some extra money, mm-hmm. and some guy called and he wanted to put a bet in, and we set up for a couple of his bets, and he paid us. Then the second round around, he wouldn't pay us, but he borrowed from somebody else. And one day, some guy comes up to me at the comedy store and he goes, "Hey man, you got to give me four hundred bucks." And I go, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "Bob Baker said that you owed me him the money." So you're going to give it to me? And I go, I don't know what you're talking about. He goes, well, I don't know either. I just need my $400. And I'm like, you're not getting it from me. And this went on for a few fucking months. He was the manager at the club then. He was a friend of Mitzi's. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Great fucking story. And I kept, this went on. Every time he'd see me, he goes, you got my money? I'm like, nope. He's like, so when are you going to get it? I'm like, I don't really know. And the guy was starting to bully me a little bit. He knew that I couldn't get thrown out of the store. Yeah. Do you follow me? Because I wouldn't, that's what you want. You want to be a part of the store. So the guy kept saying, so I just kept blowing the guy off. But the guy didn't understand, I don't respond well to that kind of, of shit. I've never had. Listen, I used to be fucking crazy. If I didn't like the way you talk to me the second time, I'd say something to you. Or I'd choke you, or one of my friends would smack you. I come from one of those societies. 
So I let this go on. It was the comedy store. One night I went up there and the guy got in my face. He's like, I need my $400. And I go, listen, bro, <clears throat> we, we, it was good for a while. <clears throat> now it just turned sour for you. Because now you just, I thought you were going to get the hint that you weren't going to get dick from me. <laughs> but since you stepped up on me, you got two options. You could get the option to step off. And Eddie Bravo was there and Joe Rogan went there. A bunch of us were down there. He had his boys down there. And I said, you ain't getting dick. So the guy goes, next time I see you, you better have my money, which is the worst thing you could fucking say to me. <clears throat> so I didn't say nothing. So <clears throat> I get a call one day from the talent coordinator. Yeah. And she goes, what's going on with you and him? This guy just came up here and says, when you get your check, he's taking it. And I go, that's not going to happen. I go, what time do the checks come out? He goes, 1 o'clock. I go, I'll be there Friday. So I fucking went up there Friday at 5 to 1. There's the guy dropping off my checks. I got my fucking check and I left. And about an hour later, I got a call from this guy. And he's like, hey, I went to get your check. You told me to take it. It wasn't that. I go, listen, do you really think you're going to take my check? I go, you, <clears throat> Mitty Shaw, Paulie, all you motherfuckers could suck my fucking dick. You're not getting a dime out of me. I'll die. I'll take a fucking black dick up the ass before I give you a fucking dime of my fucking money. Mm -hmm. And, bro, I never gave that motherfucker nothing. He went to Mitzi Shaw. He went to all of them. Finally, I, I don't respond well to that shit at all. I'm the wrong fucking guy, especially out here. I'm the type of guy that I can't live with myself. I couldn't live with myself. I could not take it. I couldn't live. And people around me, they know. I couldn't live with myself. So I'm going to say something to you. But it was so funny. You never got a fucking dime from me. Not it, a dime. And it was, and again, it was the, because of that night. How he talked to me outside. He lost that night. And mm -hmm. last night in Sons of Anarchy, the black girl takes the blanket off of fucking the girl. And she waits. And at night, when the girl's talking to her friend, she sneaks up on him, beats the fuck out of that black girl, kicks her, just beats the fuck out of her. And that's what you need to do. You have to nip it in the bud the way they should have stopped Hitler in Munich. If they would have stopped Hitler in Munich, the Jews would have been fucking happy. Speaking of which, I never liked this kid till yesterday. Did you see about Russell Brand? No, what did he do? He went at Hugo Boss because they made the, the uniforms for the Nazis. Oh, really? No. Hugo Boss gave him an award, like some fucking award, and he went up there and he's like, all right, yeah. He's like, it's great. He goes, did you guys know that Hugo Boss made the, <laughs> the uniforms for the Nazis? Really? He goes, yeah. Oh, hysterical. He said something. He, he said a line. Listen, Russell Brand's never really said nothing funny in his life, but he said a line that was classic. Look for the video. It's I'm like, looking for it, yeah. He said something about, uh, uh, oh, it's okay. It's okay to make uniforms, but... To be prejudiced for people who are prejudiced and racist and who kill other people for their own fucking behalf. Just classic shit he came up with. I forgot to tell you that yesterday. Somebody else brought it to my attention. Let's see. Is it like two and a half minutes? Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, see. yeah. Something like that. Let's find out. Ladies and gentlemen, the brilliant man children behind this funniest film of the year. Nick Frost and Simon Pegg. No, that's not it. Wait. Hello. Uh, I think they're... Mayor of... Let's see if I can bring them up here. Hold on. No, that's not it. Either. That's not it. Oh, here he is. Here he is. Also glad to grace the stage where uh, Boris Johnson has just made light of uh, the use of chemical weapons in Syria, <laughs> meaning that GQ can now stand for genocide quips. Is it, is, does it say uh, Hugo Boss? In the back? Uh, I yeah. mentioned that GQ only Hugo to make Boss. this next comment a bit lighter, because if any of you uh, know a little bit about history and fashion will know that Hugo Boss made the uniforms for the Nazis. Like, and the Nazis did have flaws, but, you know, they did look <laughs> fantastic. Let's face it. Women of the Year. Oh, that's all. That's all. That yeah, they cut out that second line. That second line is brilliant. Oh, let's see if I can find it. Hold on. But no, that's crazy. 
Let's see if it Hugo Boss made the uniforms for the fucking Nazis. Well, we're talking about Hugo Boss and Russell Brandt. Also, not only do I take care of you with Dollar Shave Club, but fucking Hulu's no orphan either. We give you two weeks for free on HuluPlus.com. Not just fucking Hulu. This is HuluPlus.com. We give you two weeks, and then you get fucking a month for $7.95. That's right. Hold on. $7.90 fucking five a month. That's $8. You know what that is a fucking year? Tell them. 108. Nine, 96. Is it 96? Yeah. 12 times 8. Oh, no, no, never mind. Wait, no, yeah, 8 times, yeah, 96. 10, yeah, 96. Oh. You're right. I fucked up. <laughs> 96 fucking dollars for entertainment. That's what some people pay a month to watch TV and all that shit. We'll give it to you for the whole fucking year. Everybody's looking to save a buck. Here it is. Go to HuluPlus.com. Go to JoeyCocoDiaz.net. What are they pressing the box? Joey. Joey. Boom. J-O-E-Y. You get two weeks for free off the bat. Give them the credit card. $8 a fucking month after that. $8. $7.95. What do I got to fucking tell you? Go to Hulu. Go to HuluPlus.com and get your shit together today. Today. Let's see. Let's see. I couldn't listen while you were saying that. Let's see. Stage where uh, Boris Johnson has just made light of uh, the use of chemical weapons in Syria, <laughs> meaning that GQ can now stand for genocide quips. <laughs> uh, I mention that only to make this next comment a bit lighter, because if any of you uh, know a little bit about history and fashion, will know that Hugo Boss made the uniforms for the Nazis. Like, and the Nazis did have flaws, but you know they did look. Fantastic. Let's face it. While they were killing people on the basis of their religion and sexuality. Genocide quips are okay. No, it's okay. It's okay. That's pretty fucking good. So we got to give it to my boy. Sticking up for the fucking Jews. As usual. Like, you know, it's fair enough. All right, that's it. Oh, that's it? Okay. That's it. What are you killing me for? Next thing you know, I'm fucking, I think I'm in Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) The fuck is wrong here? Oh, no, it's crazy. Uh, Fuck. What? I was trying to remember what we were talking about. What the fuck do you think I'm talking about here? You got music for me today? Anything? Absolutely Break down some I fucking do. music. Something, you fuck. What are we talking shit? Oh, oh shit. This is a good one here. Break out that reefer. It's fucking Wednesday. By the time you get this, it'll be Thursday. You're getting fueled up for the weekend. A little tool. Smoke a fucking number. Look out the window. Oh, yeah. Eat a fucking pot cookie or something like that. Just sit back, put the earphones on. Listen to my man drop it on you. Maybe have somebody lick your nuts after you wipe with the fucking peppermint baggie. Surprise them. Why do your nuts smell like peppermint? Bitch! It's that type of party. That's as good as it fucking gets right now, brother. That's I love the song. I love this fucking jam. I wish I could play it every day. People get pissed off. Why? Because I don't want to have a theme theme. I don't mind. Keep playing it. This is a good okay. fucking jam. Should I smoke another? Should we roll another number here? Absolutely. I got to get a pipe or something. I thought you liked joints. I do, but it's tough. You know, you can't smoke all day. When I got the pipe, I'm hitting it all fucking day in that room. <laughs> What else, brother? Talk to me. Tell me something fucking good. Nothing. I'm, I'm excited about football being back. 
Breaking Bad's almost over, which I know you don't watch. So where are they playing in New England? Yeah, they're playing New England. Good. So yeah, you won't. I mean, it'll, it'll be crazy for you. Like the, no, it won't. the bars really. They don't. They don't. I'm not doing shit on Thursday night. I'm going to Hardy Lang. That's it. Okay. I'm going to Hardy Lang to eat dinner at the Palms. That's it. I ain't going nowhere else. I got <laughs> nothing to do with me. They're in New England. That's eight fucking hours away. What do I give a fuck? <laughs> Um, oh yeah, it's fucking Wednesday, bitches. How's Danny B doing? Is he is he all excited about football? Danny season? B's coming yeah. Friday night. Oh, he's coming. Oh, yeah. good. Danny B's coming. Some other kids I grew up with. I'm always excited to see Danny. He's staying in Hoboken though. I can't deal with that shit. Not this weekend. What's wrong with Hoboken? I mean, I know I'm gonna I know be in North Bergen, so I'm gonna be home. I don't want to have to deal from Hoboken to North Bergen. I was gonna stay in Weehawken, but they're doing road construction down there. So it's fucked up, you know what I'm saying? But that's it. No, no, if anybody got a chance to watch Sons of Anarchy, it really fucked with me. That was really good last night, how they just sucked me in. Sometimes you got to suck. They just sucked them in. Suck me in. I, I swear to God, I'll call Terry right now. I go, Terry, what the fuck? An hour's gone by and nothing's happened. All of a sudden, this kid started shooting up a fucking school. Oh, and shit. And then for next week's episode, Jimmy Smith tells him he shot it up with your fucking gun, one of your guns. So... It's going to be a good fucking season. Donald Logue is in there be trying to be Martin Sheen in the fucking Apocalypse Now when he did the ass and I think he shoots heroin. He's walking around naked. Fuck him. Fuck him. You know what I'm saying? I'm excited about New York. I, I, listen, man. Here's how I feel. It's, it's really funny how people who've grown up in an area really tend not to like it. Mm-hmm. You know, like they'll say to you, uh, oh, why do you want to go there? I'm from there. There's nothing there. I feel the same way about where I'm from at times. But for me, the real thing is the pain that I get reminded of when I walk off that fucking airport. Really? You know, it starts once there? Once I'm breathing, once I'm breathing that air and I drive and I go see the high school and I, I get, I start looking at those streets and I look at those fucking streets and I know that I walked every single one of those at least one time. Mm-hmm. Like I've walked on one of those sidewalks from 7th Street all the way up to 91st Street. I've walked... You know, you know, looking the burglar eyes, thinking, you know, I used to just walk and kill time, walk and hide, you know, just... Uh, Are you going to go see your mom's grave? Absolutely. That's the first thing I do out of respect. I'm going to go visit our buddy that we shot in the documentary. <laughs> uh, the flower guy? The flower guy. Now, isn't it coming up like in a month or so, the anniversary of your mom passing away? November. Yeah. November. Every November, you know, I got a couple fucking anniversaries. I got Dominic Special, I got Sabatino. I think of a couple different things. You know, this last week was a big Cuban uh, uh, religious. This, this, oh, it was? Okay. The 6th and the 8th, a big Cuban. The 24th is a big Cuban uh, thing that has to do with me. So that Monday night, I'm not allowed out. Okay. I got to stay home for the 24th. Yeah, I really celebrate them, too. I celebrate December 4th, December 17th. I celebrate January 7th. I celebrate everything that's Cuban. That's how I was raised. So. Is, it, is it Santeria or is it Cuban? No, it's Cuban. Okay. It's Cuban, Cuban Christmas is the 25th, but it's really the 7th. They also celebrate January 7th. Okay. Uh, the, the other holidays are religious holidays that they celebrate in Cuba. And I was raised on them. I was raised on not doing much. So I fucking enjoy it. You know, I enjoy taking the thing off and talking some shit and just thinking. But those streets, that's what they remind me of. I mean, don't get me wrong. They remind me of a lot of fucking fucking hysterical times. Hysterical. Hysterical, you know, to the point where you're like, what the fuck? This is real living. But no, it, it's it's uh, it's differently. It really is going when I go back there. And that's why I leave after three days. Because after the third or fourth day, I start getting confused. I start thinking to myself that maybe I could come back there and 
live my life, and, you know. But no, it just would fuck with me too much. Yeah, you don't think you don't think you could with, with when Mercy gets a little bit bigger, move to no, New Jersey or something. I fucking miss it. I can't lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you and tell you I enjoy it. You know, but I, I don't know if I can live with all that. That's just so much in your face. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm way in beyond that. That's just too much. It's it's overwhelming for me at times to go to Hollywood at night. Because you live there? No, because there's just too much going on. Oh, you know? okay. It's just too much. It's too much. It's just, you know, there's buses and there's cars and there's horns. <laughs> the phone's ringing. You know, it's, it's like it's fucking action, you know. I, I, I like the valley. I like the valley in a lot of ways. It's not Hollywood. You know, you go to fucking Hollywood, there's cars being by. You know, I go to visit my friend in Hollywood like twice a year. Mm-hmm. And I sit there at night with her. And it's fucking amazing what I hear. And when you move to the valley and it's quiet. Mm-hmm. It's quiet. You don't hear a fucking peep up in the valley. Like there's nights I walk around my neighborhood just to take a walk, and it's fucking quiet. You know, you're not used to that shit. You go to Hollywood, you hear fucking voices and people screaming and police sirens till four in the morning. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. That's what I'm just too much. You know, it's I could live in Jersey, but I have to live in South Jersey. And and North Bergen's North Jersey. North right? Bergen's right up. That's okay. Why it's North Bergen. Oh, that's a good point. It's yeah. it's, uh, it's right by it's, it's North Jersey. I can live South Jersey, which more of a community now. You know, it's a, a smaller. They have great food down there. I wouldn't miss nothing. But I don't know. I, I don't even want to live here no more. <laughs> I want to go fucking smaller. If I could find out what my next move is, Lee, it would bring me so much fucking hope. You need to drive like two hours up north or something, or just you don't want to. You want to be nowhere near a major city. I, I I just see my wife working too hard with the kid and stuff, and I want her to have family close by because it takes a lot of shit off of me. I'm not, you know, I have a lot on my mind. My mind's racing through the daytime. You know, I live in my fucking disgusting head. <laughs> so uh, I just I just wish my my wife would have more help. You know, mm-hmm. that's it. She would have more. I feel like I have so much, but then I'm gonna have nothing here. You know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have an agent. I don't go to auditions no more. I don't do shit no more. I get on a fucking plane on Wednesday nights. I go to fucking wherever I'm going. I come back on Sunday. That's. I watch the kid Monday. I, I do the podcast. It's very... Uh, I didn't know how much of a funny duddy I was till James came out to visit me for the, my daughter's baptism. I did not know how much of a boring and lifestyle I leave. And people at home are like, oh, yeah, but you do this and that. Beside that, I'm just trying to write jokes. I'm trying to write a book, you know, and, and, and it's boring. It's fucking shit that you got to sit and, and, you know, go to a coffee shop or some shit. It's not like I'm out at a bar, belly up, drinking tequila shots, talking about the fucking devil or nothing like that. You know, I haven't eaten the edibles this week either. Well, really? I got bags of them too. Oh, and I was like, the way, you're funny. Whenever you tell me I'm going to do edibles, I never do them. It's when you sneak up on me at the ice house and you're like, here, take this. Because I had gone in my brain, oh my God, I'm going to have some caramel corn. I'm going to take a nap after. I'll be okay. And then, like, you don't do, when oh, you, do come, it, you come over and pick up the caramel corn if you want. No, I don't want to, I'm not leaving the house. Fuck are you, what, what are you going to eat all day? I have no idea. Are you going to order delivery? Are you going to order Chinese? Probably. I don't know. It just, I haven't. I don't remember the last time I did nothing because even, even though it's great, I've been dating uh, this girl for two months this weekend, and she's been over every weekend, which I wouldn't change. But I, I don't have I, I don't have time to for like myself. Yeah. yeah. No, we all need that, man. You know, when I go home, I was going to stay with George, and I'm like, George, you know what? I'm just going to stay at a hotel. 
I like my hour alone. I like getting up and moving at my own pace and drinking. Yeah. You know what I got into doing now in the hotel room? I tell you how bad I am. I make coffee in the room now. Oh, you remember going downstairs? No. Why am I going to go downstairs? For I got to take a shot. Go I like drinking fucking coffee with bad breath. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't want to brush my teeth and drink fucking coffee. If I go downstairs, I got to brush my fucking teeth. Okay. So I stay in the room, right? Yeah. And I fucking uh, smoke the fake cigarette and I have a cup of coffee and then I take a shower and wash my pussy. I roll a joint. Then I go downstairs, have another cup, maybe half a cup. Yeah. And smoke that morning fucking number and I'm good for the day. Yeah, it's it's funny because people because we're we're going up to uh, Portland at the end of the month. Oh, let me tell you something, bro. Yeah. When we go to Portland for that one night, you might OD. I might OD. Yeah, because it, they smoke a lot of pot in Portland. Bro. Oh no, I'm ready, but and they're good fucking people. Oh no, we're I, gonna have a great time. I'm excited. Let me tell you something about Portland. Portland's got this street where they have like these uh, food things. Okay. Wait. Just wait for Thursday night. We're gonna have a blast. I can't wait. I can't wait for fucking Portland. For the podcast Thursday night, I yeah. gotta get a hold of Pat because Pat's fighting next week. Oh, Pat okay. fights on, on the undercard. No, Pat fights on the main card of uh, Jones Gustafson. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's next fucking Saturday. Next Friday, we have a live podcast at the Ice House. Mm-hmm. But the following Thursday, he just fights on Saturday. He's going to do our podcast that Thursday. That's exciting. So I'm hoping everything fucking works out with my main man. No, it's going to be great. Bro, We uh, the podcast is the least of my problems. I'm having a great time doing this. And I think that the TV and all the other work that's slowed down, I just have to accept that the podcast is it now. Yeah. I just have to accept that the podcast is it. I'm having a great time working out, doing my little workouts, man. I had a great fucking time in jiu-jitsu Monday night. I went to the uh, 9 o'clock class. I had a fucking great time, man. Yeah, you said really, you're doing better. You can you can go for like a full round now. I could breathe, you know, and I get sore the next day. I mean, I'm a fucking fit. You know what? I, I got to realize I'm 50. I'm fucking 50. I'm not 20. I'm not going to do loop-de-loops. I'm not going to get people in triangle, double fucking arm bars and all that shit. I just want to go in there. I do not want to fucking submit, Pete. I just want to get ready. I just want to get my wind going. Like I said, it's improving my apnea, so it could only be uphill from here. It could only be uphill from here. But I had a great time. Yes, I had a great time. And, and you know, it's getting to the point where I'm, accept, I'm accepting going out every Thursday. What do you mean going? Like- I'm not going to Chicago. Chicago got canceled. Oh, okay. It got canceled because of the, I got one of those dogs that save uh, Easter movies. So I start shooting down on the 30th. So when I come back from Portland that Saturday, mm-hmm. that Sunday, that Monday, I start shooting the movie. Oh, okay. So I shoot four days the first week and like eight days the second. Like I, I, think, I think I have eight days on it. Oh, okay. And, and Dean Kane's only doing the beginning and the end. I'm robbing something with Dean Kane's cousin or something like that. <laughs> So, yeah, but, you know, listen, man, I got to shoot movies from time to time just to keep me alive. These are the things agents don't get from me. These people get these on my own for me. Mm-hmm. So And uh, something like that, if you lived where, like anywhere else, you could come back for two weeks. Yeah, but then, unless you keep this apartment. No, no, but, but they wouldn't put you up? No. I'm barely getting paid. <laughs> these fucking movies today, these after SAG movies today, they fucking barely pay you, dog. You know, I did a De Niro where I had to fly myself down there. That's embarrassing. Oh, when I did shit. the longest yard. I was coming home every other fucking weekend. They were paying for it and shit. Now I got to fucking, yeah, man. It's changed a lot. It's not like it used to. I'm no fucking star. I'm no fucking big chap. Uh, I just okay. go to shoot the fucking movie, you know? All right. Yeah, I'm going to go shoot a movie for a few weeks and just, I'm still going to go to San Francisco. Still going to go to fucking, uh, still going to have a great time in, uh, in Ontario, and then I'm also going to do uh, Jackson, Tennessee. 
Okay. Oh, you're doing the Ontario Improv? Yeah. When's that? Three days. I think the end, the middle of October. Me. Oh, shit. Matt Fultron. Oh, shit. And motherfucking the Agostini. Oh, shit. I'll yeah. have to come you down. You know I don't fuck around, Doug. I love the Ontario Improv. No, I love the Ontario Improv. I love all this shit. I love doing what the fuck we do. But, yeah. You know, today's September 11th, and uh, I didn't know if I wanted to do this show today. Really? But, I, was, I, said, I wasn't going to bring it up, but... I said, yeah. fuck it. Who the fuck are we not to do a show? We're supposed to, we're supposed to respect it, and uh, but not lay down for it. We're fucking Americans. Yeah, I, I've, have you heard of Vine, the app Vine? Yeah. There's a bunch of idiots on there today who have tape over their mouths saying they're being silent for that, and I, I, I'm fine with respecting it, but no one who, who like why like isn't the big thing? Don't let the terrorists win. Like why are we not gonna? Do a radio show, a podcast, because of of that happened. Like we should do it. And you talked about being an American at the hey, beginning, listen, bro. We're fucking Americans, and we're all gonna die. But it's on your fucking terms whether you want to die on your knees or die on your fucking feet. I'm not gonna not do a fucking podcast today because of a tragedy that happened 13 years ago today. I I, I had friends that died in that. I had friends. Did so, you really? Yeah. Today's uh, today they're doing. They they asked to call to see if I'd come in. An extra day so I could do the Chris Amoroso benefit, a kid that was went to North Bergen High School that died. You know, those pictures that when the first videos came out with U2 and all, those people carrying people, that was Steve Avillo's brother, Anthony Avillo. They have him in one of the videos carrying people out. Zapula. Wow. These are kids I went to school with. They're all Port Authority police and New York fucking cops. So when that went down, you know, my friend Jimmy Burke, who died this last year, mm-hmm. his brother is a fucking uh, window washer. And the World Trade Center. Thank God he's an alkyd. He was drinking when the fucking plane hit. Oh. He was at the uh, he was at uh, the bar across the street at nine o'clock having a fucking drink. I mean, I'm not putting humor to this, but what do you want the Americans to do to shut down everything today? It's a it's a sad fucking day. But we're here to fucking get some laughs and make it happy and honor these people. That's all you could do is honor their fucking memories. And that's mm-hmm. what we're here. I don't know all the names that died. I really don't. If I had the time, I'd say all 3,000 of them. It's 3,000 people. It's something like 3,000, but then someone put some... I read an article today that like 47,000 people have died. 4,700. No, no, 47,000, but for like all the wars that happened after it. I was like, fuck, 50,000 people basically because of one... One morning. I remember I was in seventh grade when it happened. Really? I still remember. I was in seventh grade, and it was like a cold morning. I remember walking to the bus, and I remember they took us to the uh, to the uh, cafeteria to tell us. Oh, no, no. We were all, No, yeah. They took us to the cafeteria to tell us, and you always feel bad, but like I remember a test got delayed before they told us, so we, everyone was excited. Like, oh, we didn't have to take this test right now. And then they came in, and they had like counselors coming around to each table and say what had happened, and I, I must have been, like, 13 or 14 when it happened. No, maybe, like, maybe 12 now if I'm 25, if that makes sense. Um, but it was, yeah, I remember, I remember, I remember like, it was a cold fall day, and people were, it was in Boston, because that's where two of the planes came from. People, like, it was pretty intense the next couple of weeks. and You know, it's, it's funny, because I, I had just moved in with Terry. Oh, really? You know, and uh, I was sleeping. I was probably hungover from the night before. And she had the TV on, and she kept saying, oh, my God, oh, my God. And this is not even a joke. You know, like I said, when I found my mother on the floor, I said, thank God, I don't have to tell about left back. You're not <laughs> going to believe what I thought about when she said the towers got hit. Who was the Monday night game the night before? I can look. I have no idea. The Giants. They lost. Oh, really? Okay. I'm a big fan of Paul Mooney. Uh-huh. The comedian, right? 
And Paul Mooney's always got like, you know, stuff about anti-black. Like if somebody's anti-black, he'll bring it up. And I had seen him three weeks earlier and he was doing a bit about Barry Bonds. Okay. So he was doing watch. That little nigga ain't going to hit the home run. They ain't going to let that little nigga hit his home run, break that white boy's record. You know, Paul Mooney. So so that was the week he was supposed to break the record. Uh-huh. So I'll never forget. Oh, I'm laying in joke. bed, right? I'm laying in bed, and I hear, bam, and my wife's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm like, what, Terry? She goes, a plane just hit the World Trade Center. Oh, my God. There's going to be a... And my wife was freaking at the time. My wife, we had just been together two years. I had to straighten her out over the years. Like, calm the fuck down. Ain't nobody. And she's like, oh, I remember looking at her going, what? And she goes, a plane just hit the World Trade Center. And at that time, I thought it was like a, a guy on a plane. Like a small like a plane? like a sign behind him that said, like, fuck the Giants. Like, two things I thought about. I thought about, A, either some guy was so pissed about the Giants, he just took, like, a rotor plane mm-hmm. and just crashed into the World Trade Center. Because I didn't watch. I was thinking. Or I go, these white motherfuckers. Paul Mooney was right. <laughs> they did. They going to crash the World Trade Center so to stop baseball this week. So Barry Bonds can't hit that fucking home run. Something like that. Did you ever tell him that? Who? Did Paul Mooney. No. I, no, you never saw him. And I turned around and, and they said there was an airline plane, so I thought it was just crazy. You know, I, I didn't know what to think. Mm-hmm. And we all got dressed. Joe Rogan, all of us, we all met at Mike Fabian's house. Mm-hmm. And we got high all day. And Ralphie made a big fucking bowl of gumbo that night. And we went over there and watched what was going on. And Jay Moore and... That was a long fucking time ago. You're right. That was a long, long fucking time ago. Yeah. And I'm being heartbroken because if anybody knows New York, re- listen, let, let's get something out of the way and I hope I don't hurt nobody's feelings when I tell you this shit. And, and listen, when you look at me, when you listen to me, when you hear my feet walk with my pigeon toed, I'm all New York City. I'm going to say that to you again. I'm all New York City. I'm not one of these wackadoos that was born in Schenectady that had an aunt that lived in fucking White Plains. I'm all New York City. From the time I came off that fucking plane in 1966, I was on 205 West 88th Street. For a while, we lived in Union City. But those years taught me a lot about New York. And then I grew up across the thing, but New York was my playground. I'm a New York City kid. I'm a, I am a product of New York fucking city. I knew Xenons. I knew Studio 54. I knew all that shit. Do I talk about no? Because it doesn't matter. I know the real grasp of New York City. And like I told Ari Shafir the other day on the phone, I go, after Labor Day, this is what New York is about. New York is not about April opening day. You want to go to New York and have a good time, you plan a trip from September to November. That's it. It's the best weather in the world. It's sunny out. Shit's cracking. You're always going to have a good time. Something about that time of the year. It starts with the San Gennaro Festival, which is this week. Oh, okay. And it goes straight. You know, opening football. It's just a great time of the year to be in fucking New York. The Yankees are in the playoffs. It's always, even though I'm not a Yankee fan, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying to you people is it's a great time of the year to be in New York. If anybody's going to be happy in New York, it's that time of the year. So when that plane hit, that's what killed me the most about that. The people dying, but that's the best time of the year in New York. And they knew it. And they took that away from New Yorkers just for that fucking day. But that's why I don't want, like, I woke up this morning, I thought it was going to be overwhelming on TV, and I'm I'm happy it wasn't. New Yorkers aren't about staying down. They're about getting the fuck back up, just like Boston this year. Just like fucking Boston. Boston ain't no hoop-doop-de-doop type fucking city. (laughs) They're not going to sit there with napkins and cry. No, they get the fuck back up. That's how it's done. You get the fuck back up. And yeah, we honor, we never respect, we never forget. 
but we move forward. Like I said today on fucking Facebook and Twitter, you could run down there and fuck one of them, or you could walk down there and fuck them all. They're all going to suck your dick. That's what it's all about, brother. That's what 9-11 is about. That's it. From now on, they're all going to suck our fucking dicks. And now you have to understand, after 9-11, where Obama's coming from. He's trying to nip shit in the bud, bro. Yeah. That's it. You got to stop them. If they would have stopped Hitler in Munich, your uncle would have still been fucking shining shoes somewhere, right? You wouldn't have been the fucking, uh, you wouldn't in charge of video in fucking Auschwitz. Oh, God, that's so, so terrible. I love that joke. <laughs> that, that killed us that day. Like I said, you bad motherfuckers, do your thing. This is a great week. To, and also, not only do I give you fucking Dollar Shave Club, not only do we give you the fucking benefits of Hulu, we also got a great deal of fucking on it. Just being, just taking on it products has made me fucking healthier. I'm telling you right now, dog. I see it the other night with that fucking Shroom Tech. You call some of those jujitsu guys. They'll even tell you, Joey, you're lasting long. I lasted a whole match. Even oh, though shit. I just sat on top of the guy and tried to get his arm, I lasted the whole five fucking minutes. I'm learning to breathe. I'm relaxing. So, listen, that fucking shroom tech works if you're looking for some oxygen and some fucking gas in your gas tank. I wouldn't tell you something like this. I'm telling you for fucking sharpness. For sharpness, you want the fucking alpha brain. But if you want tank, you want gas in your tank, get that fucking, I'm telling you, you run from here to fucking Shangola. There ain't no <laughs> stopping you. Your fucking sneakers will be worn out if you're a runner. Same thing with that fucking Shroom Tech Sport. Same thing with the Shroom Tech Immune. Look into these things. Read up about them. Mix and match them. Go to Onnit.com. Press in church. Yeah. Right? In the box on it, get 10% off. Get put on their mailing list. And this is only for vitamins. I'm only giving you a discount on fucking vitamins. So go there. Try the Alpha Brain. Try the Hemp Force fucking protein one time. Buy a jar of the protein, a jar of the Shroom Tech, and a Sport and try a fucking jar of the alpha brain. You won't be fucking sorry. I'm telling you right now, Lee. This is it. We ain't got time to fuck around. No, we don't. It's September fucking 11th, and you're still at home. And yes, it is the fucking the last quarter, because I don't go by quarters through taxing. I got the three <laughs> times four. So I go January to April, May to fucking August, and September to fucking December. So don't fucking bust my balls, all right, people? And guess what today? There's no shout-outs. I love all you guys. From Cleo to MB to Constantine to my man fucking Leon De La Vega over there in Spain holding it down to my fucking Puerto Ricans. To my, I love yous all. Death Squad is in the house and full effect. You understand me? This is the last quarter. We're going to fuck some motherfuckers up. What are you giggling about, Lee? I, I, think, I think you only did three of them. You did what? I think you only did like a like a trimester. A what? I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm fucking let's, stoned. Let's so smoke like... some more fucking reefer. That's what you need. Put some music on for these motherfuckers. Let's smoke one more joint and we'll wrap this up. It's All fucking right. Thursday. You know I love you to death, though. I do. And that's it. You're not even going to swim today. It's a nice day to swim. Maybe. Walk, you know, maybe I'll go down pool, there. Put a little see. bikini on. When's the last time you put SPF number four on? Got some sun on that little juice skin. Never. You know what I'm saying? Why don't you put some fucking number two on? <laughs> go get some sun. Sounds, huh? sounds like a good think? idea. What are you going to eat for lunch? I have no idea. What do you got in the refrigerator? Nothing. Nothing. So what are you going to eat? You're going to sit here and roll sticks? You're going to have to order delivery. What gets delivered over here? We'll deliver you. Probably everybody. I don't know. I, mean, yeah, I have cool. to go do laundry, so maybe I'll go grab something. Where are you going to go do laundry? There's a laundromat over on Burbank. They don't have laundry over here? They do, but fucking I don't want to spend all day doing it. So you're going to get in the car and do it? I'm going to go in and drop it off and let them do it. And how much they charge you? 30 bucks for all the stuff I need to do. And they clean your underwear. They look at your skid marks. They My underwear are clean. They smell probably. your little Jew toes and shit. <laughs> Cocksucker. They probably smell like a, like a fucking everything bagel. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, I would love it if my, my sweat smelled like everything back on. <laughs> I'm telling you, my sweat smells like bacon. I don't even need that much fucking bacon. I don't know why my sweat smells like fucking bacon. Look at this joint. It looks all fucked up. I gotta get my life together. And that's it, brother. It's been another fun-filled fucking week. So you're in New York this week? Mm-hmm. Then we're at the Ice House? Next Friday, the 20th. Yeah. 8 o'clock show. It's fucking perfect. I love it. And then the next weekend after that, Portland. What's with the questions? Relax with the questions. Fuck Just you. You got me high. I'm going to ask questions. God damn it. I want to I watch that whole Russell Brand thing. That's hysterical. Come here. Yeah. You got any questions? You're going to follow me home. We're going to give you some medibles. Go put some shorts on. It's all over. I have shorts on. Those are the shorts you're wearing now. You're like a fucking genie that grew six inches. <laughs> fucking guy. This is what I got to deal with. I love you people. You people are the fucking solid motherfuckers ever. We're here smoking this last number. It's the afternoon. I don't even know what the fuck's going on today. We just got together oh, to Jesus. talk a little bit and make your day a little bit better. It's September 11th, you know? Everybody's walking around with an American flag. We've got to put a Puerto Rican flag. Be original. <laughs> <laughs> you want some more? You're going to let me smoke this like a fucking orphan. I don't know if I can have any more. Huh? I don't know if I can have any more. One more for Uncle Joey. Take All one right. more hit. Gotta do a couple jumping jacks. I'm gonna call it a day. Well, you gotta okay. get it. It's still early. You have nothing. Nothing. It's it's all this is Christmas and what have you done? Mm-mm-mm. Take a hit of that fucking motherfucker right there. Might put a hem in your toe. This is great radio. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Nobody's saying dick. <laughs> we love you guys. Have a great fucking weekend. We'll be back Monday. Tremendous podcast next week. We got great guests. We got a live podcast next week. And it don't stop, bitches. Again, this weekend, New York, Friday the 13th, Saturday the 14th. Get your shit together. Get your tickets. Do what you need to do. Lee, where you at this weekend? Your home eating ass. <laughs> yeah, I'm homie. Yeah. I like a savage. I like it. Tamales right. on Saturday. Tamales on Saturday. Have a great weekend. We love you. Stay black and stay beautiful. That's the most important thing. Omnit, Hulu Plus, and fucking uh, Dollar, Shave, Dollar Club. Shave Club. We love you. Now that the show's over, don't forget to sign up for your free trial of Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus lets you binge on thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere on your TV, PC, smartphone, or tablet. Support this podcast and get an extended free trial of Hulu Plus. Uh, when you go to HuluPlus.com slash Joey or go to JoeyDiaz.net and click on the Hulu Plus banner. And don't forget to sign up for your for DollarShaveClub.com. You'll get a high-quality razor sent to your door every month for a fraction of what you pay at retail. We love these guys and you will too. And thanks to Mike for coming on. Now go to DollarShaveClub.com forward slash church or just go to JoeyDiaz.net and click on the Dollar Shave Club banner.
ever 